Hey guys, what's up? Here is my interview with Josh Rubin. He is the director behind Werewolves Within. The reason why I was able to interview him was is because earlier this month it was released on DVD and Blu-ray. The movie's penned by Mishnah Wolf. Very, very funny movie, by the way. And the ensemble, I think the, ens- the ensemble for Werewolves Within really shines. And it's I'm thinking of my favorites this year. Out of memorable performances, this is right up there as far as just talented A-level performances from everyone involved. The movie stars Sam Richardson, Milana Vaintrub, Sarah Burns, Michael Chernis, Wayne Duvall, Michaela Watkins is very, very funny in this. Glenn Fleschler is also very good in this as well. Now, here is the plot summary behind Werewolves Within. Quote, after a proposed pipeline creates divisions within the small town of Beaverfield and a snowstorm traps its residents together inside the local inn, newly arrived forest ranger Finn played by Sam Richardson, and postal worker Cecily, played by Milana Vaintrub, must try to keep the peace and uncover the truth behind a mysterious creature that has begun terrorizing the community. So, if you like comedies, ensemble-driven comedies with a touch of horror and mystery involved, Werewolves Within is should be your cup of tea. I interviewed, I actually, not interviewed, I actually reviewed this earlier this year on Find Your Film, and me and my partner, me and my co-host, Eric Holmes both loved Werewolves Within, and it wasn't, unfortunately, Bruce Perky, our other co-host, it was not a big, was not a big fan of Werewolves Within. But, so two out of three ain't so bad. Me and, both me and me and Eric really loves, really love Werewolves Within, and it, it's one of those movies that has a huge rewatchability factor, just based on the excellent screenplay and the engaged performances. Really well done film, and also, where they shot is really a, a nice, beautiful locale as well. So, just all around good for an indie film. High marks, even if it wasn't any film, if it had more money, it's it's just a really high value added type of film, really right up my alley. And hopefully, you'll enjoy this interview with Josh Rubin towards the end. I asked him also about his stance on NFTs, which is non fungible tokens, on crypto. I apologize regarding the crypto, my crypto love, but I think NFTs are going to be a big part of how filmmakers will will help either fund their projects or promote. Not fund fund their projects also or also increase their revenue streams for uh, yeah who knows or maybe NFTs will be will will tank who knows I, whether NFTs work or not who cares well I care but yeah whether they work or not here is uh, my interview with Josh Rubin from Werewolves Within would love to hear what you think of this movie as well again available on Blu-ray and DVD really enjoyed this film hey guys one more thing before we you start this this interview was recorded over over the phone so it's a phone interview so it's not the best best of qualities everything is listenable and audible and everything like that but again apologies for the quality of the audio thanks again for supporting me and anderson here on cinematics take care guys bye good morning josh how are you hey greg i'm well how are you great first off i love rapid fire machine gun dialogue and that's rarely ever achieved successfully i'm thinking like the I guess the godfather of them all was like his girl Friday. And you seem to have that with your film. Was how, did, how were you able to pull that out? Pull that off? Because it's just, there's so much overlapping dialogue and it really works as a comedy. And as a filmmaker, what was the biggest challenge in, in just doing it? Because it's very ambitious what you were trying to do. Oh my God. Thank you so much for saying that. I mean, you know, the dialogue was just really chewy and delicious. I mean, it was, it was Nisha the Wolf's dialogue. Um, a great deal. I did a, I did a, a basically a comedy polish on it. Um, but then you rotated these incredible comedic actors and, um, 
toss all of that uh, in the kitchen sink into our editor's lap, like into <laughs> the lap of Brett Bachman, who's like, I think, one of the most talented editors working today. Um, the, you know, one of the minds behind like Mandy and the vigil. Um, yeah. And, um, the, and then that's how you kind of get it. You know, it was just, it was just kind of a, a, a perfect soup. And also it's just one of those classic, I guess you could say <laughs> the director directions you can give that are kind of fail safe, like faster, slower, um, you know, more energy. That was kind of all you had to do to, all you had to do to kind of direct an ensemble of, of brilliant film and television. Yeah, Josh, you mentioned the ensemble, and I remember as a kid watching stuff like, I'm thinking TV shows like The Love Boat, or even more importantly, movies like Murder by Death, where you'd have so many comedic actors, or just actors, period, who are so talented at their craft, and just having them come together. Can you just talk about the joy of bringing, it doesn't really matter how big or small the role is, every single actor in your film is so talented. Talk about just putting it in that soup, and how great was it for you just to work with each one of them to make this really cool film? It was, I mean, it was a dream come true because this is a, not only a myriad of friends, but people who I've known for the better part of a decade, like George Basil and Amada Vine, uh, Vintrude, who played um, Finn Cecily, uh, wow. respectively, but also she's like acting heroes of mine. Like, I love. Uh, Wayne Duvall's work, with the dude who's worked with Spielberg and the Coen Brothers, and Glenn Fleshler, like my God, the Yellow King, um, you know, <laughs> the, uh, the the in the Joker and, and um, the mob boss in, uh, in Barry. I mean, these these brilliant actors. It was just wonderful. I was just talking in another interview about just bringing together people who I've known for a while, but also people who who I um, I admire and have always wanted to work with. You know, from Michael Watkins and Harvey to um, you know, to, to Sarah, if it's the George Basil suggestion to come in and play um, play opposite him as Gwen. It's just amazing to watch everyone um, not only, like, work off each other, but, but get along. You know, the chemistry was so killer, and you can really feel it. Yeah, it's, it's really... Also, I think another underrated thing about your movie is the world building that you had. Can you just talk about the locations and the production design? Because it really felt like I was actually entering an, an entire self-enclosed world, which a lot of times you don't get that from movies. Thank you for addressing that. I mean, we had such a killer production department on, on our movie. Brett Tanzer, Matt Highland, Lauren Crawford. Um, these are people who've worked on movies like The Dark Knight um, and, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street um, and, you know, incredible projects I can't talk about. <laughs> They're just like really cool people down to do the genre thing. And they're all real locations too. And it's very personal to me. You know, like Main Street, Beaverfield is Phoenicia, New York. I used to, you know, get pancakes and sweet foods as a little kid on that street. And, you know, going to the, 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 the used-to-be pharmacy and browse some bleached books and buy cap guns and, um, you know, Spillian, uh, the lodge um, that doubles for the Beaverfield Inn. Um, you know, that's a, that's a real location. It looks like a real parlor room, a real, you know, bed and breakfast of the mountains. Um, and the character just kind of pops off the walls and, and, and leaps off the screen. And thankfully, you know, in, in the town of Fleischmann, where we, you know, where we shot um, the interior for, uh, for the inn, they were just really welcoming. And um, just being a Hudson Valley kid, um, being someone from that area, just, just uh, it, it, it meant a lot that everybody trusted me to kind of do it there. 
you know, you know, Josh, I, I want to get people to actually definitely get the Blu-ray. I really love this your, your film, but also, can you just speak to the fact that along with the Blu-ray release, there is a limited edition VHS release, which I also, in a weird way, maybe I'm overextending it, but I think it applies to you as a filmmaker because you have one foot deep in history and an appreciation for for what's come past, but you're also, it, it's. I think it's a really great thing that you're having a VHS release as well, uh, along with keeping your projects to the present too. Can you just speak to that point? I, I think that's wonderful what you're doing. I mean, thank you. Yeah. I mean, the folks at Witter Entertainment um, and Broke Horror Fan, um, my, my, my Twitter bud uh, and the killer brand, um, they essentially reached out. <laughs> they were like, would you be interested in this? And I said, are you absolutely kidding me? And I think RLJ was sort of behind it before they even reached out. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't my decision to make, but I left it the the opportunity for there to be something that sells it. I mean, we're living in the, um, the kind of the age of resurgence with tapes, with VHS tapes, with vinyl. I mean, Terrorvision just released a Freddy Nightmare soundtrack, which I'm, I, I wish to God I got my hands on before they all sold out. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't care how few people are in the know of it. You know, I'm a, I'm a horror fan um, and a, a, a very specific one of that. And it's, VHS tapes were how, and you know, they were our original, like our child Netflix. Um, we, our Netflix was the five movies on the, um, you know, under the television, the, the AV Center or at the, at the Blockbuster. And uh, it was how a lot of filmmakers my age, you know, fans our age discovered movies and fell in love with cinema. So it, it, it means the world. I was, I was kind of thrilled. Of course, they don't have a VHS. I guess I'm gonna have to get one. My fiance is gonna freak out, but I, you know, will we'll get one and try and yeah. see where I can fit it in our tiny place. But yeah, I'm thrilled. It's just too, too damn cool, and I'm glad that that's, um, I'm glad that that's a preserved uh, medium. And just to, just to shout out to like flashback video Ryan Turek, you know, doing exhibits in, in California, like at the Mystic Museum, where people can enjoy through the lens of like an exhibit like flashback media, the video browsing experience, like especially the browsing the horror aisle, um, VHS aisle experience. Like that, that's a really exciting thing to see kids like go and sort of at least, you know, have, do the, do the walk or experience the kind of zigzag aisle browse of films and, and look at all the covers and kind of let their imaginations go. And, you know, there's a lot of future Del Toros and David Bruckner's and, Karn Kusamas, who, were, who probably have gone and, you know, got lit up by something like that. And I'm, I'm just so excited that, you know, we're, um, we have a version of, of Werewolves of Inn on VHS for that reason. Yeah, my, my, Josh, my final question to you is I, I have this discussion with a, a very good friend of mine who's also a podcast co-host about, about NFTs and crypto. And I said, NFTs eventually will bridge. There's going to be a big uh, thing with filmmakers and using NFTs, not just to fund their project or be, or, or actually using some of the characters from the films as IP, like uh, Quentin Tarantino is doing with NFTs. Uh, and he said he doesn't see that bridge. I'm just wondering, were you as a filmmaker, you, as an indie filmmaker, you're, you're, always, you're pretty much several steps ahead of the game when it comes to that. And wondering your big picture take on NFTs or crypto as a way to actually give more rights back to the filmmakers or a way to fund their project. Is it far away or is it something that's on the horizon, do you think? I don't think it's far away. I think it is on the horizon. I don't know much about it. I'm still kind of educating myself. I have a really good buddy, um, Sarah Natacheni, who I've known for years. She's the, the voice of um, Ash and Pokemon, and she's like super in that world um, and understands it way better than 
certainly I do. Um, but I think just kind of in seeing what she's up to, even seeing what like Jason Reitman's doing with like, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, which obviously is on a way bigger scale than say, you know, me if I was making a, a you know, Fred Fanny and um and uh Carlo NFT from Scare Me or something. Um yeah. you know, I, I, I don't know. I think it it's really exciting because it's um I, I, I don't necessarily understand what the sort of value is because there's sort of like photos. Someone had a really funny tweet about like the, the biggest <laughs> NFT heist in history, just like screenshotting a bunch of images. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I think any opportunity to put, to put money back in filmmakers' pockets is just super yeah. exciting. Musicians' pockets, painters' pockets, like like the, to see people like Chantel Martin and other like underground artists like make a living or, you know, expand their living through this medium is, is super exciting. So I'm, I'm thrilled by the prospect. I don't entirely understand it, but yes, I'm down to, down to get aboard and fully, fully support of it if it, if it helps like artists live and catch up to the, like bridge this ridiculous wealth gap. And I don't know if this is an off the record question, but Josh, I'm sure you have a lot of the fans from your work because you, with your films, you really build a community and a world. I'm sure that you're getting all these requests on a daily basis. Am I wrong in that, or is that kind of accurate? Um, with requests for, uh, I mean, just again, getting into NFT game because like like Werewolf Within, it's it's just so much like you and Mishnah can work on something, and I I would have like totally grabbed an NFT on one of these. Wonder, wonderful characters, but like that's something I'm sure you're getting requests down the road for because that's the kind of stuff that you do. You're you're like building worlds with your movies, which is really cool. I mean, you're 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 blowing my mind right now. I guess I'm gonna have to get on that train. You're you're the first one to kind of bring it to my attention, but I, I think I'm gonna have to find some brilliant designer to you know I don't know help me figure out how to do it, or I have to teach myself and then then you know figure it out. Very cool. Looking forward to it. And uh, thank you so much for, for your talk and taking the time out. Thank you so, so much for, for your time as well. It was great talking to you.